on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. So right now, it's an anxious wait for many borrowers across the United States. Within weeks, the Supreme Court justices should break for the summer recess, yet there's still no ruling on President Joe Biden's sweeping student loan forgiveness plan. The ruling could have a huge impact on the American economy, though. I'm Aaron Young. Let's get started. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Okay, so a pivotal Supreme Court decision on whether it accepts or denies the Biden administration's student loan forgiveness program said to come as early as this week. Then there is the core issue of whether or not Biden has the power to forgive so much student debt without authorization from Congress. Administration officials insist that he's acting within the law. But here's the issue. Will Americans now have to cough up the extra cash that they've been spending on other purchases? Will it have an impact on savings? What will it do to the economy? Here's one take on the issue there there's not a crisis here listen most people all right who are defaulting on loans these are the people you think they're being really weighed down it's like fifteen thousand dollars of these people who don't complete college what you're doing is telling future students and telling colleges nothing needs to change because promises are made and people have to win elections and oh promises were made and votes were taken and we're just going to keep writing that check. When does that yeah. listen? There's no listen. I would I listen. I would love to have all my kids' student loans wiped out. I would love for someone to pay my mortgage. The incentive systems are completely backwards, and I, I, I find it very hard to believe the senator can't recognize that. All right, imagine that guy was your dad. Now, here's how the program works. President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan could result in millions of borrowers receiving up to $20,000 in student debt relief. Borrowers with government-held federal student loans who earned income under $125,000 could be eligible. The program has been blocked for nearly a year as legal battles have played out in the federal courts. But what are the economic impacts of this court decision? Let's bring in Paulina Likos from CNBC. Great to have you here, of course. Um, talk to us about what this is all about and what you believe the impact is going to be. Well, no doubt that student loan debt is a huge burden for so many Americans. They have gotten a bit of a relief as student loan forgiveness is current hold and has been for three years. President Biden has been on top of this issue. He's tried to forgive up to $20,000 for each borrower. Uh, but Congress recently passed a law preventing further extensions of the payment pause and loan payments were, will start again in October. And this is part of an agreement that was reached between Republicans Democrats to raise the U.S. debt ceiling deal. So in the coming days, the Supreme Court is to go whether it grants or denies Biden's loan forgiveness program. And so the end of this moratorium and, you know, as you mentioned, this pivotal Supreme Court decision is going to be expected uh, a, a huge financial burden for many U.S. households. Yeah, very much so. Um, well, you talk about the changes Congress made, uh, obviously very much political, but what are the other ramifications of that when it comes to impacting the economy? Because it has been a really difficult time for a lot of people uh, after COVID, during COVID, and therefore by being able to save some of that money from having to pay back loans has probably helped the economy in some sectors. Yes, well, over the past several years where loan repayments were pause, we're able to read 
directly to more discretionary purchases. But now with those payments having to restart again, we're probably going to see a pullback in spending. So lower spending growth is expected to happen towards the back half of this year. Lower income consumers are in particular going to likely be impacted because they're going to have to cut back on spending uh, because they don't have as much of those discretionary budgets at le- as, for example, you know, higher income uh, uh, individuals. So as a result, they're going to have to cut back on their budget so they can afford their debt repayments. Which in a way is exactly what the Fed Reserve wants to see to tackle inflation. Absolutely. One of the Fed's goals is to temper economic activity and to curb spending. And uh, and it's been doing that by increasing interest rates for the past year in order to continue the pace of inflation deceleration. Of course, recent in its recent decision, the Fed decided to pause, but we know inflation is still above of the percent target, uh, its interest rate hiking cycle is not quite over yet. And, you know, this is also going to be an, um, a further um, for, uh, impact on the consumer as well. So there's some headwinds for the consumer, at, at least for the, the back half of this year. So talk to us about consumer sentiment. What's it like at the moment across the U.S.? It's a bit mixed right now because, as I mentioned, inflation has been decelerating, but I'm still worried about the economy. Uh, some really optimistic, though, about their financial outlook. And that's because the uh, job market is pretty, wage growth has also been positive, and households do have some saving reserves that they can temporary, temporarily rely on. Uh, these reserves, however, you know, vary, depend on the income level. The lower income uh, consumer, they have three to six months of savings to play with. The higher income consumer, of course, they have more flexibility in terms of spending. But, you know, the the challenge is, will those spending habits change as those debt repayments start up again? Um, so even if they have a little bit more leeway, uh, depending on where you're at on the income level, the bottom line is, you know, consumers are still searching for discounts and they're looking to save a buck wherever they can. It is just the strangest time, isn't it? Nothing seems to make sense at the moment because we're in a bit of a transition. How do you think that this could impact earnings towards the back half of the year? Should uh, there be, I mean, both sides, I suppose, of whether or not the Supreme Court will side with the Biden administration or those who believe that the government has no, uh, no role, I suppose, in trying to forgive that student loan debt? Well, when we look at the impact on the economy and, of course, the the corporate earnings, which are a huge contributor to how the economy performs, it's expected that consumer staples brands, which are companies that sell the essentials, are likely than consumer discretionary brands. So it's likely that companies that offer the best value proposition to consumers are going to be more resilient in this tougher spending environment. Consumers are obviously going to prioritize spending at retailers, for example, that provide discounts or competitive deals so they can save money. Um, and, you know, so they can be really cautious on where where they spend their cash. Uh, the health of the consumer is, is so important 
important. It's looked at economists, politicians, community leaders, because, you know, it's one of the major factors that determine where the U.S. economy is headed. And with fears of a recession ongoing, uh, the, the consumer is going to be uh, at the at the heart of every discussion as it relates to the health of the economy and, and the stock market. When we spoke last week, we were talking about the impact of artificial intelligence on some of these tech stocks, which felt like it was artificially inflating the market a week later. How are we feeling about this? Well, today, actually, there was a bit of a pullback in some of the tech stocks, and that's because there's been a, a bit of a rotation in the market, and I believe there's been some profit-taking as well. So uh, while you know the, the tech sector has been so bullish and rallying so far this year, it uh, seems that investors are taking some profits and um, selling some of the big fl high-flying tech stocks that have gained so much this year. However, you know, I've been monitoring uh, Wall Street analysts, and some are saying that this rally has uh, more legs. So um, there's there's many that think that uh, the artificial intelligence hype is not hype, and that there's there's real momentum behind the AI tech fueled rally. Yeah, and there's been a lot of spluttering as well over the Fed chair talking about how there could be more interest rate rises coming down the track as well, which has had quite the impact on the NASDAQ to say the least. We're talking with uh, Paulina Likos here from uh, CNBC. When we come back, we're going to be talking about IPOs. Are they back? Are they roaring back as many are hoping to see? Do stay with us.